The Bible Study Podcast, episode 498. We continue a study of Christian maturity, and we talk about the fruit of the Spirit. Welcome to the Bible Study Podcast. I'm your host, Chris Christensen. I think many of you are familiar with the verses from Galatians 5 that talk about the fruit of the Spirit. Galatians 5, verse 22 and 23. But the fruit of the Spirit is love, joy, peace, forbearance, kindness, goodness, faithfulness, gentleness, and self-control. And the idea here is that in the same way that a tree bears fruit as it matures, that we as mature Christians should be bearing fruit, and this is the kind of fruit that we should be bearing. And I feel like at that point, this episode is done, but let's do this in a little more context and a little more depth. One of the things to understand here is Galatians. I don't know if we've done a study on Galatians yet in the Bible study podcast, but it's a book that is written to people who were being influenced by the Judaizers. And what that means is this is early Christian church, that there were people who went around after Paul and said, you became a Christian and you were Gentile, really you need to become Jewish to become a Christian. Remember, for the first 10 years, if you were a Christian, the first 10 years after Jesus' ascension, if you were a Christian, you were Jewish. And you followed the Jewish laws, and then you were a Christian on top of that. It was a Jewish sect. I was just in Jaffa in outside of Tel Aviv, and in Caesarea, Caesarea National Park now in Israel, just last week. And Jaffa was the place where Peter was when he had this vision that God sent him, where a sheep comes down with a bunch of clean and unclean animals, and God says, go ahead and eat. And he says, no, I would never. I would never eat anything unclean. And this happens three times. And God keeps saying, what God calls clean, don't call unclean. Right as that vision finishes, he gets a messenger saying, that he's being sent for by a centurion from Caesarea. So he travels up there, and God shows he and his companions at that point the gospel is meant for all people. It's meant for Gentiles also. So anyway, but there are these people who are following after Paul, and they're saying, no, 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 that's not the case. You have to become Jewish. And so Galatians talks a lot about law. In that same version, in that same chapter that I was reading, if we went to the beginning— We would get it is for freedom that Christ has set you free. Stand firm then and do not let yourselves be burdened again by the yoke of slavery. And what he's talking about here is the law. And so this whole book is about to be a Christian isn't just to follow a set of rules. It isn't just to obey the Ten Commandments. It isn't to do this and not do that. He's calling them to freedom. But then he gets into this last section here, this section that includes that fruit of the Spirit, and he says, You, my brothers and sisters, were called to be free, but do not use your freedom to indulge the flesh. Rather, serve one another humbly in love, for the entire law is fulfilled in keeping this one command. Love your neighbor as yourself. If you bite and devour each other, watch out, or you will be destroyed by each other. So I say, walk by the Spirit, and you will not gratify the desires of the flesh. For the flesh desires what is contrary to the Spirit, and the Spirit what is contrary to the flesh. They are at conflict with each other, 
so that you are not to do whatever you want. But if you are led by the Spirit, you are not under the law. The acts of the flesh are obvious, sexual immorality, impurity and debauchery, idolatry and witchcraft, hatred, discord, jealousy, fits of rage, selfish ambition, dissensions, factions, and envy, drunkenness, orgies, and the like. I warn you, as I did before, that those who live like this will not inherit the kingdom of God. And then we get, but the fruit of the Spirit is love, joy, peace, forbearance, kindness, goodness, faithfulness, gentleness, and self-control. Against such things there is no law. Those who belong to Christ Jesus have crucified the flesh with its passions and desires. Since we live by the Spirit, let us keep in step with the Spirit. Let us not become conceited, provoking, and envying each other. There's an act here of becoming more like Jesus as we walk with the Spirit, setting aside some of these other things. Now, I don't know how many of you have been involved in drunkenness, orgies, and the like, but certainly jealousy and discord and selfish ambition, there's a lot of things in there that we do fall into. And the idea is less of that and more of this love thing, right? All of the entire law fulfilled with this one commandment, love your neighbor as yourself. I think possibly all of the entire commandment fulfilled by the two, love your neighbor as yourself and love God first, right? That all of the Ten Commandments have to do with either a relationship with God or a relationship with one another. And so if we put more love in, there's room for less other stuff. And when we say love, we're not talking about a Hollywood kind of love. We're talking about a sacrificial kind of love. That I do the thing that is good for you even when I'm tired, even when I don't feel like doing it even when it costs something for me. And I do it with joy because this life that we are called to is called to be a life of joy, not just for us, but bringing joy to others as well, that we'll find joy in service, that we'll find joy in that love for others. And that as we focus on those things, and other things fall away, we'll find peace. That peace that passes understanding, right? That peace that says, even though I'm worried about this or that, even though I'm worried about the world, even though I'm worried about the country, even though I'm worried about my family, even though I'm worried about my job, whatever it is, or I could be, I don't need to be. Because the most important thing in my life is that relationship with God. Something we grow into. And once you have that love, that joy, and that peace, it's easier to show forbearance and kindness and goodness, right? Forbearance is something that somebody is getting on your nerves, right? It's patience is the other way that's translated, but it's putting up with things that are not the way you want them to be, putting up with people who are not the way you want them to be which is easier to do when you are at peace, easier to do when you have an inner joy, easier to do when you love them. It's easier to be kind, to be gentle, to be good, to be faithful. When we have that inner centering, and obviously it's a whole lot easier when you've got that inner joy and that inner peace to show self-control. 
to not be driven to rage, to not be driven to jealousy, to not be driven to sexual immorality, to not be driven to debauchery and drunkenness and orgies and the like. You have to wonder what the like is in that sentence. That as we grow in our Christian faith, we are intended to grow closer to God, intended to be sanctified is the word, the churchy word, and that means to be made holy by the Holy Spirit, to be changed into a vessel that God can use, to be useful to God, to be used by God. And as that happens, we, in, we should see this fruit growing in us. We should see this change in how we deal with other people. As we get centered in God, we should see the growing of love and joy and peace and all of these other fruit. I pray this week that you will bear fruit. I pray this week will be a fruitful week for you. And with that, we end this episode of the Bible Study Podcast. If you have any questions, send an email to host at thebiblestudypodcast.com or better yet, leave a comment on this episode at thebiblestudypodcast.com. And thanks so much for listening. Hey there, it's Carly Mercouli, your host of Therapy and Theology, a weekly podcast that explores popular topics and questions related to faith, feelings, and spiritual formation. Subscribe at lifeaudio.com.